Welcome to Strange Familiars. I am your host, Timothy Renner. I don't often introduce myself, but we are on some new platforms now, and I thought I'd introduce myself in case we have some new listeners who haven't heard the show before. Thanks for tuning in. I think we got a good show for you tonight. We're going to be at Mount Bethel Cemetery. More on that in a bit. I wanted to mention there are some changes that are happening. We have moved hosts. We had some ongoing issues at Podbean, and we found a new host who welcomed us aboard with open arms. It is Red Circle. For most of you listening who use podcatchers, iTunes, Stitcher, or whatever podcatcher app you use, you probably won't notice a difference. I think the main difference might be for people who were streaming the show off of Podbean or off of strangefamiliars.com. That might change for a while. If you have any problems, you can always find the show at redcircle.com slash shows slash strange dash familiars. I know that's a little bit of a mouthful, but it should be temporary until we get strangefamiliars.com up and running at a new source. We're very excited about the move, and overall it's going to be a good thing. There just might be a couple bumps in the road as we are changing things around with the website. So last Saturday, July 27th, John, Chad, who has returned from the Strange Day at White Rocks episode, and myself went to the haunted Mount Bethel Cemetery in Columbia, Pennsylvania to record an episode. I'd like to thank Through the Veil Investigations for setting that up for us, and Mount Bethel Cemetery for allowing us to come in and record the show. As with all on-site shows, the audio varies. There's a lot of up and down in the levels. This cannot be helped, obviously. We're walking around in a cemetery, And not everyone can be perfectly close to the mic at all times. But I did my best to even out the audio, and I think it's pretty good. There is some cell phone interference for a little bit in parts of the episode. This could not be helped because we had to keep our cell phones on, so the police could call us if they needed to, as we were in a cemetery at night, and they might need to know what people were doing if they got complaints or something like that. So they told us to keep our phones on. So sorry about that little bit of interference, but I don't think it interferes with the audio too badly. Before we go to the cemetery, though, I'd like to thank our patrons. Strange Familiars is brought to you by our patrons. Without our patrons, we could not do the show. If you'd like to help us continue to make the show and get extra episodes besides, you can become a patron at Patreon. It's patreon.com slash strangefamiliars. We do at least one full extra episode of Strange Familiars for our patrons every month. We try to do more, and we try to give other extra content, bonuses, discounts, and the like there as well. You can check out all the different levels of support at Patreon. Again, that's patreon.com slash strangefamiliars. Another way you can help is to like and subscribe to the show wherever you're listening, whether it's iTunes, YouTube, Stitcher, and leave us those nice five-star reviews. 
before we get to the on-site audio at the cemetery, I want to note that it is surrounded by a town. This is not a rural cemetery. There are houses on all sides, so there's a lot of ambient noise. I had a lot of trouble picking out any kind of EVPs. If anybody would like to give it a shot, if you want the raw audio, I would be happy to provide that. If you want to listen through. I did catch a couple little interesting things which did not seem to be the background noise. I will play them at the end. And we talk about an EVP that Chad caught on the first Saturday we were there. And I play that in the middle of the episode. So now let's head off to the cemetery. much to see but now that's a darn thing at least you can document it so we are at mount bethel cemetery in columbia pennsylvania again two weeks in a row this time we return with some information and some stories to tell and this is a pretty neat story this fellow it was his name was william campbell and he was born in the 1700s he was a trapper, and he he was bitten by a rabid dog, and he knew he was going to die, so he carved his own tombstone, and on this tombstone is a hand and a dog. Or a wolf. <laughs> Here is the body of. Yeah, I see Campbell. Where's the dog? Here's the little dog's mouth right here. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah. And is that his hand there? That is the thumb. Well, here's here's looks sort of like this. Yeah, there's the thumb. That's the clenched fingers. Oh, okay. There's the dog. See, here's the mouth open. Uh huh. There's the eye. There's the nose. Okay. Huh. Wow. Knew he was gonna die. Nothing you can do for rabies back then. Cards is on tombstone. That is pretty intense, really. And that wasn't a happy way to go. That's no. hard. That's hardcore. <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry, but that's, that's hardcore. It was not a happy way of go uh, to go. Kind of inspiring, though. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so he was here. Hey, this is before there was ever a bridge over the river, and yeah. there wouldn't have been many people across the river, really, at that point. There were some, but not too many. Do you know anything about how long it, how long that process took from when he got bit to when he actually died? Well, it's rabies, so he it would have been within weeks. Yeah. Yeah. So you've got 72 hours to get treated, and then humans will start showing symptoms Pretty soon, like wow. yeah. When was the date of that again? I, it was the 1700s, but I don't know the exact date. I can get the exact dates. It's hard to see on the on the stone. Yeah, it's 
I wonder if like it'd be easier to see in the winter because maybe might some be. of the, might be some the, of the lichen. If the if the sun was out and it was hitting it at a certain angle, it's almost dark here, and we just found it. So, kind of wish we had brought paper to do a rubbing. Yeah. yeah. To come back. That is uh, that's one of the cooler stories. Uh, I mean, it's not nothing supernatural about it. It's just a cool story. Yeah. And cool history. That's crazy. So yeah. York County would have been frontier then. Yeah. Oh, yeah. York would have been it, and then... Yeah, yeah, I mean, they would have been... Yeah, there was York, but... Hanover and all that just would have been... York was a small town, you know? Yeah, and... The rivers really halted progress back then. I mean, yeah. that was, they were hard to manage, you know? A big river like the Susquehanna. Well, and prior to the... Prior to the dams being put in, this section of the river was basically world-class rapids. Oh, was it really? Yeah. It was oh. a pretty... Pretty wild river before the dams backed it up and spread it. Kind of calmed it down, yeah. Yeah. So it wouldn't have been as spread out, but it would have been right. It would rougher. have been it would have been narrow, more narrow, faster um, flow for sure. Fa- way faster flow. Wow. Yeah. Less. Not. Yeah, that would have been way dangerous. Yeah. It wasn't yeah. something you wanted to try your luck on. Yeah. Yeah. River crossings are where it were, especially back in the day. They were. Big time scary stuff. So, where were you, Chad, when you had. Look at that. Is that a heron? Oh, wow. <laughs> I think it was a heron. Yeah, it's a great blue. Yeah, so. <laughs> just flew directly overhead. That was cool. Where were you when you were had the picture taken and you were using the dousing rods and so forth? John, John Q. Denny's. Okay, let's go there. We have the cemetery to ourselves tonight. It's just uh, John and Chad and myself. James may or may not show up later. So this is not like a rural cemetery. It's dead in the middle of Columbia. So there's there's houses all around it. Oh, that's what I wanted to say. So the town historian of Columbia, the head of the historic society, Chris, told me a, a few really interesting things about this cemetery. One was that it was shut down, completely locked down in the 80s. It wouldn't let anybody in it because they were seeing something in the cemetery, he said. Uh, it was shut down for about a week. What it was, they wouldn't say, but the, the police wouldn't let anybody in here. He says it's in the Columbia paper, which he has the archives of on microfilm, so we have to track down the story and try to figure out what it was. The other thing he said, he's very interested in ghost stories, and he said all of these houses around the cemetery he's getting reports from as if in his in his words were not exactly this but he said something along the lines of it seems like the ghosts are bleeding out of the cemetery and into these oh, houses well, which is a very cool concept that row of houses over there was owned by the cemetery was it that's so, what the caretaker had told us the lady who ran the, the cemetery said at mm-hmm. one time and they rented those out as mortgage to maintain mm-hmm. the cemetery so I was wondering that because they're they're so close. They're yeah, right, oh yeah, right yeah, right on the line. Yeah, they're right up on it. But yeah, he said he's getting a lot of ghost reports from these houses right around the cemetery. So that's that's interesting as well. Once again, are we dealing with the souls of dead people, or, or is it something else? You know, yeah. is it something something else that, that uses that energy in some way. So, Chad, you were here. Yes. And, and so this is just last week. To, like. I wanted to get this, but I thought, you know, it will be even better if we come back here and tell it. So, what happened? So, 
basically we came over here and this this is the basically the family plot mm-hmm. for John Q. Denny. I guess we should say who he is. Yes, okay. yeah, yeah, I, I think so because you did the research. So go ahead. Yeah. <laughs> so what what little bit I found out, and I I just wanted to find out. He was involved with the burning of the Wrightsville Bridge in the Civil War. So that, we're in Columbia. Wrightsville is right across the river. That was the bridge that spanned the yeah. Susquehanna River. We're we're in Lancaster County right, right. now, and. Um, what York. happened over there was over on the York side. Yeah, the Susquehanna River divides York and Lancaster County. Basically what happened is the Confederate Army was coming down down Route 30. And uh, they had put a bulwarks in front of the uh, bridge to try and keep the Confederates out. The militia, obviously, they, weren't, they couldn't hold them because, you know, the Confederate Army was much more battle-hardened, right. and the militia was, a lot of them were just volunteers. And there were four gentlemen from this area, John Q. Denny, Jacob Miller, who was possibly a former slave, Jacob Rich, and a John Lockhart. Those were the four local guys who were put in charge of taking care of the, the bridge. So, at first, they tried to. They had planted gunpowder along it, and they were just going to blow out the one span. And what they were going to do then, like I told you guys earlier, is then they would use a Union canyon on this side of the river to keep the Confederates from coming across. Because if they tried to fix the bridge, they would just shell them. But when they hit it with the uh, gunpowder, it only blew out part of the span, and the Confederates rushed the bridge, and they were actually going to get across. Well, they had soaked the bridge with oil and kerosene. And these four gentlemen literally were the ones, well, this gentleman and the other three, I should say, mm-hmm. were literally the ones that put the torches and lit it up. And it just went up. And yeah. You, now, like I was saying before, a lot of people, even locally, think the Confederates burned the bridge, but that's not the case. No. The Union burned it, or the people working for the Union, because they didn't want the Confederates to cross it. Right. Yeah. Because on this side was all the ironworks. And this, this gentleman has a connection to the ironworks. Yeah, there, there were seven working iron furnaces between here and Marietta. Yeah, it was Henry Clay. And this, this was the man, gentleman who ran it and managed it. I found his name in a couple other papers. You know, just what little... I did a very small amount of research, but I plan on doing some more. Uh, they found local bank records. His name was on it. So he was obviously a man of prominence. Yeah, if he, if he was a furnace master or iron master, sometimes they called him, he was... Especially in here, this that was major he industry. He was also involved with a uh, a mill, a rolling mill. Mm-hmm. I guess yeah. rolling out stock. And you know, if you look at the center memorial, you can actually see the medallion has the burning of the bridge. And it literally says "Burning of the Bridge, Columbia, Pennsylvania, 1863," and it actually shows a picture of the bridge and the flames. When I first heard of him, there was a legend that he was African-American. But when I did the research, I found he wasn't. It yeah. was Jacob Miller who was the, the alleged. So my wife volunteers at the Goodrich House in York. He was an early African-American, early photographer period, but he also happened to be African-American. And he helped uh, many slaves escape. And he also had a place in Columbia. Columbia has really strong underground railroad ties. There are still yeah. literal underground tunnels in Columbia yeah. where they would take the slaves. It's really, really interesting. Just another cool thing about Columbia. 
So what happened? So yeah, sorry. I didn't no, mean to get no, off topic. No, no. I was just kind of giving some... Yeah, it's cool to get the history. Background. Yeah, yeah just kind of trying to give some background information because I, I, I really like local history. And then, you know, I like to know about my county and other counties. But anyways. So we had come up from the one crypt there. And I went over to the corner where the older greys were. And I was walking back. And um, this is kind of working into it. I didn't realize it, so either my cell phone was still on or I was I had accidentally left it on because I was taking pictures right or it had turned itself on I don't know who knows but it recorded five minutes of video of my feet and just me walking and your pocket and my pocket <laughs> literally my pocket and there was a point where I stop on my way to this site here because the, the lady the, the lady with uh, through the veil had said there was a guy who was one of the, the guy who burnt the bridge and I really wanted to see this right. site right and I stopped and you can hear, I, I'm not walking, you can hear the birds singing, and then all of a sudden you hear this noise, which I have no idea what it was. Yeah, we'll play that here. So this is the sound Chad was talking about, which he caught on the first night at the graveyard. By accident, he didn't even know his phone was recording. I'll go ahead and play that three times. That was like in the middle of this five minutes of recording. I didn't even know because when I got home, I was like, "What is this? Five minutes?" And then I just kind of listened to it, and I'm like, "Oh!" My, and I said to my wife, "Oh my gosh, what is this?" And she, I said, "Do you hear something?" She goes, "Yeah, I hear something." So that's when I cut the video and sent it to you. Yeah. To clean it up. And yeah. Now there's, I mean, it's one of those weird EVP things where. Yeah. I thought it said go. I think the the fellow um, Joe from Through the Veil he thinks it says no. Well, he said to me today that mm-hmm. you can hear a female's voice in the background, and then it says no, mm-hmm. and then you can hear another female's voice. So I listened to it again tonight. The clip I sent you. Yes. Yeah. Through the which is much you know cleaned up. Yeah, I cleaned it up a good Before bit. Before the birds cut out, you can hear just a very faint female's voice, and then you hear like a no. Wow. And then you can hear a female's voice at the end of it. Hmm. And it, it freaked me out. Oh, it's definitely <laughs> an, it's an interesting little clip. I mean, it's it's it has that EVP quality to it, you know, okay. where you're like, what is this? What is this? So, anyways, I came back here, and it was still daylight. And I had never used dowsing rods or, or anything like that. And the woman from through the veil said, well, would you like to try them? So I tried them. And I'm sitting here, and and I was just holding them. Just like these. And it, I, I won a set, by the way, just so everybody <laughs> knows. You know, it's not like I walk around owning these things. And I was holding them like this. And she was asking questions. And they would cross over when, when she said, can you make them cross over when you say yes? And it would cross over, and he would answer yes. And then it, you would o- they would open up when to say no. 
and every hair on the end of my body was standing up when I was using these things and it was crazy and it was still daylight I mean it wasn't dark or anything like that I used them for a while and I was exhausted I mean I literally had to sit down it was just like something sucked everything out of me so then we went into the house and meanwhile my wife was taking pictures we went into the house and then they did the portal session I said I'd like to go back up I'd like to do more and we did more and I was sitting here and I literally was closing my eyes and she gave me like a set of headphones to listen to to what was going on I guess it increased the ambient noise and that it was dark then my wife was taking pictures and I was holding the dowsing rod up and she said well can you show me where you were where you're at and it literally pointed to where it is my wife took a picture and you could see the rods are pointing and there's an orb there I mean whether you believe that or not so the rods are pointing at, at the orb at the orb that's pretty neat and he was standing or it whatever was over in that direction that was the impression I got and it just took everything out of me to do this stuff. And it just, you know, I've never done a ghost investigation before. I've never done anything like this before. It was very eye-opening. It really was. And, I mean, I've had weird stuff happen to me, you know, like, you know, in Gettysburg and at home in the hills and, and all this other stuff. But it was just, it was like a really strong connection here. Poor Chad was just a woodsman, and then I corrupted him. Yes, basically, <laughs> yes. It turned me from... <laughs> so, and then, so anyways, another lady had come up, and this was interesting. You'll find this interesting. And so we were doing all this, and uh, we were doing... The lady from Through the Veil was making recordings. Now, I, she said today that she had picked up answers to what I was asking, and wow. what she was asking. I just stood here. I didn't ask any questions. I would say, could you please put the rods uh, separate, and they would separate, which was weird. So another lady who was here for the for the uh, investigation asked if she could do it. Wouldn't do it. Hmm. Refused to do it. And the lady that said through the veil was like, would you like to converse with him? They crossed. Hmm. Then they crossed for her. Then they refused. Hmm. So... That's inter- that's it, actually really interesting. It was it was strange. I mean, yeah. it was just like you know, you know, and I was just simply doing this. I'm not getting the same feeling I had that night. Yeah. It's weird. Well, I mean, it's you, different different circumstances. Different circumstances. So, how did the rabbit come into it? Oh, so I was sitting here. And this was when it was still daylight. It wasn't dark. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I am so exhausted. I can't do this no more. I, you know, I, and. I was like, I want to do more, and I'm like, I'm just exhausted. And I said, I said, man, I, this is freaking me out. I wish I had, you know, you know, I just, I'm a little scared, you know. I, I was scared. I don't know. It was hard to describe because I've never had this happen to me before. Uh, yeah, no, it's weird. Yeah, it's, it's weird. It was yeah. strange. Yeah, it's the best way to describe it. And I had one of the, a rabbit. I went to sit down here, and a, a rabbit came running up, and it was a wild rabbit. And I said, hey. And I said, and I, it felt better. And I said, come here. And the rabbit actually came up towards me. <laughs> and I said, thanks. And then the rabbit bounded off on its own. Rabbit synchros. Yeah, it was, it was really weird. Because, I mean, this rabbit, I mean, the lady from Through the Veil was sitting there. I sat down there, and this rabbit just comes bounding up. Not running, just bounding up. 
I said, hey, buddy, come here. And he just came right up. <laughs> and it was just weird. It was just like a total, everything was better. Hmm. Which is strange. I mean, I don't know if that means anything or not, but it felt better. And then, you know, off he went. And that was when it was still daylight out. The one lady said that she was doing something over, I think, in that direction. And she had a rabbit come up to her, too. So I don't know if these rabbits are tame. Yeah, I don't know. Used to people. <laughs> but. Yeah. So I'll see your woo and raise you. Let's let's go over to where. I And I, I've told two people this. So you guys will be the first to hear it. I, I saved it because I want to tell it on the yeah, podcast. I, I, so let's, let's go to where mine was. All right, so this is uh, one of the crypts. Yeah, it's actually one mausoleums. of the mausoleums. Actually, one of the, is this the biggest one? Might be. Yeah, it's pretty big. And after we were done there with Mr. Danny, me and my wife were coming back through here. And she tried to take a picture of the crib. And the camera failed every time. Hmm. We walked, she'd point in the opposite direction. It would go off. She'd bring the camera back and she'd try and it would fail again. It was crazy. I could take a picture with my cell phone. Right. But her camera was failing. It wasn't a camera because we used it all night and we used it in other spots, but right. for some reason it was failing. So I didn't get no pictures like orbs or anything like that, but it was very eye-opening that whole evening. You said you hadn't done like a investigation or anything prior to that no then john did you, go, did you go into that evening as a skeptic as someone who you know i went in as i try and keep my mind open to possibilities of things like i don't know if like this stuff is ghosts spirits yeah or just energy you know and i try and go in with an open mind and not like, you know, oh, you know, there is no such thing as ghosts. I try and be open-minded is the best way to describe it. But I didn't go in like, I'm going to find ghosts. It, did that answer your question? Or did yeah, I? Yeah, yeah, I think so. I guess I was just wondering where you're... Where I was coming where, from? Yeah, where your head was prior to that and on this kind of topic. I wasn't expecting anything. And I've had, in the past, I've had some unexplainables happen. And... Uh, you know, we'll, that's for another time <laughs> in another place. And then, uh, is that somebody's bag there? That's mine. Oh, okay, cool. And, um, you know, obviously, heard about what happened on the mountain. Yeah, yeah. I didn't realize that was you, and that, that was me. Okay. <laughs> that's what started this whole strange journey. So, yeah, this, this is going to be good, I think. Yeah, I didn't put that together until just now. That was you. And yeah, so that was me, sir. <laughs> I just heard about him, and I, I figured he's local. I just call him. You know, maybe he would listen. And he did. <laughs> you ready for some woo? Yeah, I'm ready for I'm, some woo. I'm ready. So, I was in there. I was signing my books. The clump of leaves is still here. Okay. I was in there. I was selling my books, and the guy says. Hey, our psychic, very nice gentleman by the name of White Bear. So our psychic's out back doing a session. If you want to see it, go out. 
go out back. So he's, he's back out here. Now he's sitting on the ground kind of meditating. And I come right to here. He's sitting like about where that footstone is, right there, with legs crossed, meditating. I come to here, sort of a mischievous sort in a way, and 100% I said, I'm going to mess with this guy. I'm going to see if I can manifest a Bigfoot. So what's going to happen with this, I don't know. I'm thinking, will we get a scream? Will we get anything, right? So I'm standing here concentrating all I can on manifesting this Bigfoot energy, whatever, for whatever that's worth, right? He's sitting there cross-legged. Now he, at first he channels some spirit just for a, a couple seconds and then comes out of that, looks up at me without missing a beat and says, points at me and says, your aura is huge. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm just like, and I'm, you know, I'm not telling him anything at this point. And I still haven't told him this. So if he listens to the show, he might hear this for the first time. And he says, it must be because you were public speaking. That's because I had given a little speech. Right, right. It must be, and I'm just like, you know, so I'm biting my tongue at this point. I'm just like, wow, that's kind of weird. Like, really cause, fascinating. Because he said, your aura is huge. Well, then I'm talking to him, and he's doing some, like, I guess some kind of Reiki stuff on a, a, a woman here and, and grounding people and, and do, doing kind of energy work stuff. And this clump of leaves right here was, I'm guessing, right here. So I just got this feeling. It's like something's under there. Something's under there. So I picked it up, and it's, it's, it was uh, not quite this dark yet, but it was dark enough where I had to t- use the light on my phone. And I'm, I'm looking around underneath there, and he's like, what are you looking for? I was like, I don't know. There's something here. And I picked up a little acorn. That's all. That's the only thing I could find under there was an acorn. Now, we're under an oak tree. That's not the craziest thing in the world. Mm-hmm. Find it, an acorn. However, from here, I turned around, walked around the corner, walked into the kitchen, and on the kitchen floor was an acorn. Wow. And he was right behind me. I picked up and I was like, see that? And he was like, wow. I said, (laughs) so inside the house was was another acorn. Huh. In the middle of the kitchen floor, dead in the middle of the floor. They were both green. So it's not like. No, the one one out here was not green. The one one in there was green. What I'm saying is it wasn't like an animal had taken that and brought that in. No, I don't think so. I mean, you know, somebody could have kicked it in or something, you know, yeah. but still, it was really just like one of those moments that was just like, look, uh, I found an acorn. That is and pretty cool. Bam, there's an acorn in there. And I was just like, and he was looking at me like, what? And I'm like, I said, <laughs> follow me around and follow the synchros. That's all I could say. I, That's you know, yeah, so that was, That's crazy. that was weird, weird stuff. Huh. But uh, in a way, it made me have. Not that I, I didn't have confidence in him. If you, you know, would, you know, if you're in for this stuff for a penny, you're in for a pound sometimes. But you always like, you know, I don't know. A lot of people claim to have superpowers sure. and don't. And but when he looked up at me and said that, I was like, really? Like, wow. So I don't know. I, I don't know what any of that means. It was just a neat, and it's all a sequence of events that happened within like maybe five minutes. Uh, you know, from the time he said your aura is huge to the time I walked back in there. I found the, the other acorn. Yeah, when I when I see people like that, it's hard for me to to take them. I don't want to say not seriously, but I mean, I have an open mind, but it's like yeah, it's that would that would like what you just said would definitely yeah yeah. Make and, me and see I, that you know he's 
I'm more actually, genuine than others. I'm actually going to yeah. talk to him some more because he, he like we. I talked to him a little bit after that. I did did not tell him any of this story, so he's yet to say that. So and he did say at some point, like he looked over at me while he was doing the reiki or whatever on that one, and he said something about your your aura is cloudy or something like. So I don't know if that figures into to the whole thing yeah. or not. But he said when he looked at me and said it's, it's huge. I thought that I almost laughed, but I didn't. I just huh. held it. I was like, "That's really, really funny." That was that's that is super interesting. Yeah. So I actually I actually have a uh, gift certificate for a recce session with that guy. Oh yeah. Yeah. So. Oh, did that come in the? Uh, yeah, in it was the, in the raffle. Was, yeah. Uh, you, you won big that night. <laughs> yeah. I, uh, yeah, I did. I did. I did. So yeah, I don't know. Yeah, he seems like a super nice guy. I think you know. But yeah, he did. Going to try to talk to him some more. May end up doing some some projects with him and stuff. Yeah. But, uh, I was was hesitant whether I was going to use it or not, but I think mm. I am now. Now that you told me that, <laughs> <laughs> I you know Reiki is. I mean, the similarities between that and powwow we were talking about in the powwow episode are, are just huge. And for everything, it's like, oh, what can it do? On the other hand, it's like, it can't well, hurt. what can any of this stuff do? It, yeah. You know, what I mean, it's it's, it's moving I've, energy. I've had it, some pretty powerful Reiki sessions. It's someone, yeah. you know, it's like my wife, who's a total non-believer, says she will never not thank someone if they say, I'll, I'll pray for you. Because it's yeah. it's a gesture of, you know, that just that, that that good Energy. intention, yeah. 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 You know, I think if even if that's the only thing that's going on, it can't, it's not bad. You know, there's no, nothing bad's yeah. going to come of it. it you know? and, and it can even the idea that someone's just cares enough mm-hmm. to help, try to help you, I think is huge. You know, emotionally and psych- psychically. Yeah. You know? I think a lot of good things come out of good intentions, and you know, if you really put forth the energy and effort, you know. Just like the gentleman I know who's in, you know, has stage four cancer, and the whole woodsman community has been praying for this guy, and he's he's still going, mm-hmm. and you know he's able to do stuff and what he's not supposed to be able to do, and you know that just shows you, you know, a positive mental attitude, you know, everybody putting forth, right, it means something. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Outcomes are so much better. Yes. When you know people have positive attitudes, it's, it's incredible. Yeah. So. As a farmer, uh, one thing I tell my interns in the greenhouse: if we're if we're seeding in the greenhouse and they're having a day, out you go. Because they've actually done studies and shown that if you are seeding in the greenhouse and you're in a positive way about yourself and feeling good, your plants will have a better growth rate. Then, I a hundred percent. If you are hundred percent agree, grumpy and miserable. I mean, energy energy has effect. Hundred mm-hmm. percent uh, agree and believe and believe with that. Absolutely, absolutely. I, I've yeah. seen that with my wife and her her flowers. Yeah, I mean, she's trying so hard to work her the, the flower garden into a, a monarch way station, mm-hmm. and she's almost there. And nice. and it's just improvement I've seen in two years, leaps and bounds, and. That is her happy place, and you can tell. Yeah. You know. There's a uh, a Japanese doctor. His name was a professor. I think he was. He was his name was Dr. Emoto, and he did experiments. Um, I forget when. Maybe the 30s. He did experiments with water crystals and freezing water, and he would take water and freeze it, and then look at the the crystallization in a microscope, and he would have can- canisters that would have t- labels on it that would say, "I hate you. You're ugly." Just really awful stuff and he would have water and and say you're beautiful i love you and then the, the differentiation in the frozen water crystals was just like 
unbelievable. That's stunning, right? The really, I mean, I mean, that, he's got photographs of all this. Wow. Yeah. Online, there's yeah. books published about it. But he would have you know, the ice crystals and the, the positive messages would be like beautiful, like symmetrical, like ornate crystals. And in the in the negative ones, it would be like broken and distorted and just. And that's an inanimate object. It depends on your viewpoint. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I, yeah. Most people would say it's an inanimate object and it's being affected. So there's something there. Yeah. Still getting lightning bugs. Thought we were getting weird lights for a minute, but it's, mm. it's lightning bugs still. Beetle orbs. <laughs> I'm going to stop this and uh, I'm going to get my dowsing rods and we'll just mess around for a while. Yeah. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. you're here right now, and it's you, Mr. John Q. Denny. Can you close the rods, please? If you're here, go ahead and close the rods. That will be us, you, acknowledging are you here. So, if you're here, please close the rods. Is there someone else here other than Mr. Danny? Is Rachel here? Mr. Danny's wife. If you're here, can you please close the rods? It's a pretty consistent open. It is. Yeah, that's yeah. a no. Or they're not here. Well, be, see, for me, it would be interesting, though, to, to take John to some where we know there are water pipes and he doesn't and see if he could. Yeah. If he could douse for water and yeah. not I, I, I really I, don't know the mechanism of, of this you I know what I mean I don't either I mean honestly and, I'm new to this too and I, I mean, wonder you have more experience than I do well I, you know like I said I've doused for water and I'm, I'm pretty confident if I need to find underground water I'd be pretty confident yeah. using those you know certainly if it was a matter of like if you hit this pipe you're gonna you know owe the township two million dollars i'd say no, no don't trust my right. dousing but you know if i'd be fairly confident in it because just because i've i've seen it in practice and i've you know i've checked myself i didn't know 
for instance, I was crossing over one, just the first day I, I messed with them, walking through the house, I was crossing over one spot. I was like, why? Well, I, I know there's not a water pipe here. I wasn't thinking about it. We have steam heat. Okay. And so it was a return. Mm. So, so it, that was liquid. So it, yeah, it, it was. But I didn't know there was a return there where, I, where it was crossing. You know what I mean? I went down to the basement and looked. I see. And I was like, wow, that's kind of interesting. The day I was crossing that drainage tile. Yeah. I had no clue that was there until that's you told crazy. me. And I was, I was kind of watching you and waiting for you to cross it. No <laughs> clue. No clue at all. Yeah. And I'm like, because we're looking for a body. You know, and I'm like, I think there's something here. And John's like, yeah, there is something there. <laughs> it's a drainage. Now, see that she told us not to do it in the house, hmm. which I found that interesting. Yeah, I don't. I'm, I don't know. I mean, yeah, my question is why. Like, <laughs> I, you, you think you'd want to if there was something there? Well, a lot of these people say like don't like they were they were doing the whole thing like make sure everybody like ground yourself before you leave the cemetery so you don't bring anything home with you. Yeah, I'm fairly confident nothing's coming home with me. Yeah, you know, really, I, it's yeah. I also wonder too, like if there there are energetic fields that this is picking up, and I am of more of a skeptical mind with these, like that mm-hmm. would, that that energy itself could interfere. Oh, abso- with, absolutely. With the other energy. That's why I'm saying I'm like I'm wondering if yeah. if we went somewhere where there you know where we know there's water and it worked for you, then it's like okay, well there's it's a check. But then again, you're not a skeptical of it when it comes to water. Yeah. So totally. yeah, it's yeah. interesting. Um, yeah, I've seen it work with water. And uh, I mean, it's a totally different thing. Yeah, I, I would. Yeah. I would. I've never used them with water. That would be interesting. Yeah. Like I said, I'm still not convinced. This was something. I don't know what it was. Yeah. I just saw something was answering me. Mm-hmm. You know, what was it? I mean, I don't know. Was it something? Was it? Was it? Well, yeah. It's my thing over there. Yeah. Did, did I manifest Bigfoot energy, or was it all just like a weird thing? You know what I mean? Yeah. It, but it's a cool story. You know what I mean? It, it, is. Was, it was a neat thing, and I was yeah. like, wow, that's neat. That's very, very neat. But it's so unprovable, all of it, in a scientific way, you know, that it becomes... How'd you feel when you were using Um, Pretty neutral. I mean, I, didn't, I certainly did not feel a change and using them from since before I was using them. You know what I mean? I guess if I'm being totally honest, I didn't feel much of anything. Again, that's, like that's a good answer. <laughs> stepping yeah, into true. the shoes of, of the more you know new age woo person, they say, they say some people can't do it. Yeah, I you know, and I I believe that is a possibility. Right? Yeah. I mean, yeah. I'm and, and I don't know if that's like I'm like, very open minded, and I, I a thousand percent. If you say no, that's you doing that. Yeah, I'm like a thousand percent into that still. That does not change that the the amazingness of it for me at all because that means somehow my subconscious is intuiting where water is somehow. You know what I mean? Like, is there a a communication of some sort happening? You know what I mean? Well, I I think there is. Yeah, yeah. like I think we absolutely communicate with plants and with water. Mm -hmm. You know, I think earlier you said that when we talked about the ice that that was an inanimate object and I said well it depends on your perspective I actually don't think water is inanimate I've always heard the old saying water calls the water yeah and we're 75% water I know Mm -hmm. and and you know it's my same feeling on like the ghost box things which you know yeah they're they're super cool I'm really fascinated by the ghost boxes super cool and a lot of like the hardcore like I'm going to prove this by science guys are like ah it's just you doing that and my answer is like cool. Well, this may be a question. I, like, what is a ghost box? It's I don't know what a ghost box is. 
So there, there's a couple different That's kinds. That's how new I am to this. Some, yeah. some are white noise and white noise only and if you actually get voices out of that that's pretty special i think but most of them are they sweep radio frequencies so you'll get so they're just sweeping through radio frequencies constantly and somehow you'll get out little little snippets of you know words but they seem to answer they seem to like wow if people ask questions they seem to answer so you know like i said like some of the like people like oh that's 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 all you that's all your subconscious Okay, I'm like, give give me that gateway into the subconscious because yeah. I think that's where a lot of this stuff yeah. is. What was they using in the uh, caretaker's house? That it was a portal. I didn't attend that, so I don't I don't even know. So um, it was a box, and it was basically, it sounded like static, and they would ask questions. Hmm. I think it's a version of a ghost box, and basically. it would answer. It would be dead silent. It would, it wasn't like picking up radio sync signals or anything yeah. like that it was just like static and all of a sudden you hear a, yeah no they were getting two voices out of that i was looking at they, they had it sitting out on the on the, on the table. table today right yeah there's two guitar pedals on that thing okay i don't know what kind of guitar pedals they are they're, they're painted green but there's two uh-huh. guitar pedals now you can get some wacky sounds out of guitar it pedals, wasn't a wah pedal or anything like that no it but even with um I'm drawing a blank on it. They're, they'll amplify sound. Yeah. Uh, That's what I got. It was like an amplifier that was picking up sound. So you can, if you have a, a good one of those, you can put that pedal on a piezo mic, which is just like a, just a simple, very, very simple microphone, and attach that piezo mic to a fence, and you can get sound coming off that fence. Mm-hmm. So... I'm not saying any of this to disqualify what they were no, doing. No, no, no. You're just saying what it's it just, is. You're just I, I, I'm wondering if that's, what if, if that's the mechanism. Oh, shadow. Okay. Man, I thought I saw something run through the graveyard. It was just the shadows of the cars on the, the headlights on that house. I was like, what the? <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, is it the same thing as white noise? I don't know. I don't know. But hmm. I know, give me enough guitar pedals and I can, I can make some weird, weird sounds, you know? So what they were getting were two voices, a man and what sounded like a kid. And they were trying to talk to the kid and it was like, and this, this just going by what they were saying. Mm -hmm. They were saying, well, the man won't let us talk to the kid. And I was sitting there because like I said, I've never been through this. And my wife's like, are you okay? And I'm like, why? She goes, you're crying. I'm like what? <laughs> and I literally like, holy crap! I'm crying. So I used to have friends that would do. I was in college, and I saw this girl. Like I saw, I'm driving to college every day. I'm still living at the farm at this point, and I pass the bus stop. Not school bus, public transportation mm-hmm. bus, and I'd see this this female there like every morning she looked all gothed out and everything I was like this is an interesting person and I remember thinking I I need to I need to know this person like I don't know why randomly I was in Baltimore City they used to have a place called Grandma's Candle Shop down there it was an occult store and I walked in and she was behind the counter wow and I was like 
do you live in a certain town? And she's like, yeah. And I was like, I thought so. Well, I think never seen her in the town. So I was in that town a lot. And like after college, I'd, I'd hang out there with friends and stuff. Yeah. And uh, I want to say the day after that, so I'd seen her at the bus stop all the time. Never seen her in town. The day after that, I walked into a pizza shop in town, and she was there. And I was like, all right, that's weird. You know, hi. Yeah. I think the day after that, there was a tornado that came through the town. I was at my friend's house, and it took out all the power and stuff. There was nothing to do, so I remember we were just walking around town at night. You know, everything's dark, completely dark, so the power's out and everything. Ran into her. She's just walking down the street. We're like, all right, I guess like we're friends now, right? This uh-huh. is meant to be kind of thing. So I would go over to her place a lot. She lives in like this old house with a bunch of like goth kids and punk kids and stuff live there. And uh, they used to, I think they used a pendulum. And they said they were in contact with this one spirit. And supposedly, you know, and who knows how much this is having a romantic fantasy or whatever it is. But, they, you know, this is supposed to be this young young guy who killed himself. That they were in contact with, repeated contact with this, this supposed spirit. And... I started crying, like uncontrollably. I I wasn't sad about anything. I wasn't, and yeah, I just, yeah, that's kind of what happened to me. I was like, I didn't even know it was crying at first. Yeah, it was. Like, we, it was like a really weird experience for me because it I was, was like, like a weird reaction. Yeah, because I, I didn't, I didn't feel sad. I didn't think I felt particularly connected to this person in any way. I I was almost as a, like an observer, like like what's going on here, and I started crying. It was weird. It was a really really strange experience. Wow. I told my wife, I said, I got to get up. She said, I said, I can't do this anymore. I said, I have to walk out. I had to walk out of the house because it just, it was like affecting me that badly. Yeah. Yeah. I remember not being like super happy about that no, experience. It, it like, wasn't cause, pleasant. Because it, it felt like, it felt like I wasn't in control of my emotions or something like that. Like, but like I said, I didn't even feel particularly sad. I was just like, it was weird. It was a very, very strange well, thing. I said to her, I said, I think it's somebody, it's a father. I had the impression, mm-hmm. okay, I don't know, take this for what you want. But I had a feeling it was a father with his child, and he didn't want them to talk to them, to the child. And they were they were being pretty adamant they wanted to talk to this child, and I'm like, you need to stop. And that's when, you know, mm-hmm. and, and I was like, I need to walk out of here. This is this is really getting to me. So I don't, I don't know if it was just like the moment. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, I'm overwhelmed with all the stuff that have happened to me that I never had happened to me before, mm-hmm. you know. And and then, you know, that's when I said, uh, I want to come up here, and then I was better up here. Mm-hmm. Until I heard that voice in the headphones, that was strange. Do you either you know where Holderman Mansion is? Not exactly. No. I, I know the general area. Uh, yes, it's just, it's north of here, yeah. I don't know, 10, 15 miles, something like yeah. that. On this side, you know, right on the river. They had a paranormal thing there, like a conference there, and uh, it's pretty neat. So it's pr- almost a ruin, but you can still set up tables and stuff in there. It's it's together enough for mm-hmm. that. But there was a paranormal team that had stayed the night the night before. That their table was next to ours, and they're like, "Hey, you want to hear an EVP?" We caught, and I was like, "Yeah, sure." I, you know, I love that kind of stuff. And they said we were in this room over here, and. It's supposed to be this kid's room, and I don't remember his name. Say it was Tommy. I don't know. Okay. The clearest EVP I've ever heard. 
they said, what is your name? And it was a little kid's voice that said Tommy. And there was like no question about wow. it. And I believe they asked like one or two other questions and it answered clearly. And huh. I was like, that is, and they're like, yeah, that's a, that's a good one, right? I'm like, that's incredible. Like, that's fantastic. Perfectly clear. And, you know, so things like that made me, okay, maybe we are, you know, maybe. I always feel like the simple answer sometimes isn't, like, are ghosts dead? Are, is Bigfoot and Ape in the Woods, are ghosts really dead people? Yeah. Uh, you know what I mean? Is, is it that simple, you know? For Bigfoot, I'm severely confident that it's not an ape in the woods. Yes. But with ghosts, is it, maybe it is. Maybe it's maybe it's that simple that it's just like whatever energies were here. But uh, it could be that it could be that and more. I mean, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. I mean, I think sometimes people bring stuff with them too. Absolutely. Like when you yeah. come into a place like this, you mm-hmm. know. That's why I think different combinations of people. Correct. Yeah. will fire off differently I think because you're bringing different energies to places and I think that's some of it too you know do these things draw energy out of things I mean, do they need that energy from you to manifest or where? I mean I don't know I don't have these questions I'm just I mean of course you guys have heard this before yeah I mean it's the eternal question with all this stuff yeah. but it's, mm-hmm. who knows I mean in the old days this used to be like like a park right when people come and have picnics and stuff like that and uh, some Victorians, cemeteries. In some cemeteries. Some cemeteries. I'm not sure if... if not necessarily one. here, but I yeah. mean, like, in general. Oh, definitely, yeah. like, um, Prospect Hill, where Allison sometimes works. Yeah, they absolutely. That was a destination. It's a park. This is before they had park parks, you know? They had cemeteries, so... That was a nice place to go with the family for a picnic on, mm-hmm. on a Sunday. So. Do you want to go see the, um... The guy that died of rabies. Do you want to try something there? Yeah, why not? We're here. Since we're up in this direction. What time is it, John? Uh, about 10. I'm actually surprised how many stars we can see here, considering the light pollution yeah, from Columbia. Yeah, I was impressed. Yeah. You say he was a trapper? Yeah, he's some kind of trapper or... Uh, furrier or something. Irony that a rabid dog takes him out. It is irony. <laughs> Poor guy. You want to do the, the, the dowsing on or she wants to do it? Do you have your rods, Chad? Actually, that'd be cool if, we're, if we got two people at once and we can see... See the difference. Yeah, kind of I'm going to take this it. crap off so it doesn't mess with anything. Maybe that affects it because it was when he was standing. I had the camera and I walked up here. They went, yeah, remember that. You know what I mean? So maybe that was some of it. These just don't feel as good as these other ones did. I wonder if that's some of it too. Uncross and let's. Can we cross? Can we do dousing? Is it a good time to douse? Uh, Tim, you just said cross, and then you said uncross, and they did exactly what you said. That was freaky. That's got to be cross. All right, so let's uncross, if we can. Is this a spirit of a human we are communicating with?
can't even see your set of yours crossing? They're, they're, they just cross. Okay. And I'm getting that strange feeling again. You can uncross. Mine are open. What was this gentleman's name? William Campbell? Are we talking to William Campbell? Take that as a no. What do you got over there, Chad? I just got across. Hmm. See, this is interesting. It is interesting. <laughs> Mine's about as open as I can. Yeah, right? This is William Camel. Can you open up my rods? Can you open up my rods, please? So is there something here? Or someone other than John and Tim and Chad. Oh my. Yes, sir. Tim, when you said, is there something, it closed. Yeah. Yeah. When you said someone, it hesitated and opened up. Hmm. Do you have a name? Got a yes. Open back up. So you like you're literally not doing this guy. Like I'm not. I'm just standing here, man. Yeah. He's just holding that's, them. That's really. I'm doing exactly the same thing I was at the other grid. That's really, really interesting. Now, like now, I'm re very, very interested. Because I know, like, I know your approach. Like I know you wouldn't do it. Like, I, it's, it's very interesting. Uh, no, I'm, I'm not. I would not mess with you guys. Like, no, I, yeah, yeah. And I mean, here would I? I mean, honestly. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. The way I'm looking at this is. You've done it and had success at it before, so you're coming at it more, I have, more sort of open to the experience, I guess. Yes. Where, yeah. where John's coming at it more like I don't know, you know. Well, like I, I, I'm, I'm open to it. I'll give, yeah. it, give it a try, but right. I have no expectations. No, so he, he was where I was last Saturday. It's, it's just really, really interesting. Okay, I don't even know where to go with questions then. So, okay, we're gonna need to open to ask more questions. Open the rods, please. Wow. Okay, they just opened. Can you wow. close? Can you close the rods, please? Close the rods. Thank you. Can you open the rods, please? All right. Can you close John's rods? Not mine. Thank you. Can you op open John's rods, please? Okay. Do you want to talk to John? Do you want to use John, or do you want to use me? Close whoever you want to talk to. Or whoever you want to... Alright, let me rephrase that. Okay. So you're going to use John. I'll take that as a yes. So is it... Can you open up John's rods, please? 
Please open up John's rods. Thank you. Okay. Now, is it okay? Do you want to use John? If you want to use John, close whoever's rods you want to use. Okay, so we have John. So I'm going to back off here. Well then. Hello. This got very interesting. Very, very interesting. Very interesting. Very quickly. So, uh, are you in? Are you here with us? Are you standing here? Are you present with us? Okay. Now, I'm going to say, can you open the rods up, please? Please open up John's rods. Now, John, I will tell you, I kind of staggered them just a slightly so they can open and close without hitting one another. Okay, that's what you're saying. Yes. Okay. Now he's gonna John's gonna reset himself. Okay. So you're here with me, John, and Tim, correct? Close the rods if you are here. Okay. I'm take that as a yes. Could you open the rods back up, please? Thank you. Now, if you can point in which direction you are standing, that would be great. Can you point towards where you're at? Are you over by Tim? Kind of both points straight in that direction of that tree almost. Yeah. Okay. Can you open the rods up, please? Thank you. That's far enough. Is your name William William Campbell? If it is, please close the rods. Am I speaking to William Campbell? That's a no. Hmm. That's a hard no. That is a hard no. Thank you. Well, can you bring the rods closed again? Can you bring them perfectly parallel or at least close to it? Thank you. Do you know William Campbell? No. How are you feeling? Anything? Just um, I got a little goosebumps on the arms. That's that's how I feel. It's uh, like a tingly, yeah. Other than that, but um, yeah, I feel all right. Very, very interesting. It really is. Very, very interesting. Where? So, where do we go from here? Like, what? Like, okay. Can you give us any other sign of your presence? Uh, Sounds like a no. Can you uh, can you close the rods again? Okay. Open them up again. Can you open up the rods. Thank you. Can you point in the general direction of where you're at? And it's once again in that it direction. Seems to be consistent. Yeah. yeah.
can you give us a sign in that general direction? A yes or no? Before you give us a sign, can you give us a sign of where you're at? Not crossing, but, yeah. they're, but they're close. Still just pointing over there. Hmm. Will we hear your voice on the recording? Yes or no? That, when you asked that, I had, I, like, freaked out. <laughs> yeah. Great. Great. Will the recording be your sign that you're here? Will we hear you on the recording? Will that be your sign that you're here? That sounded like a yes to me. Mm -hmm. I'm going to have to fine-tooth comb that one. Yeah. 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 So Can you bring the rods close, please? Let's bring them closer. Tim, bring your recorder up to the rods once. You see what I'm trying to... Yeah. Can you open the rods up? Once again, so I can ask you a question, please. Okay. Are you standing beside us, like within five feet of us, or are you further away? Are you further away? How would you ask? Let me rephrase that. Are you within five feet of us? No. That's a pretty adamant no. Why don't you try walking over in that direction? And see... Oh, hold on a minute. Can you guide us to where you're at? Okay. Can you point in the direction of where you're at, please? Open the rods up again. Can you please open up the rods? Can you point in the direction where you're at? Now, we're going to follow the rods, and when we get where you are, please cross the rods. It's consistent. It's it's consistent in that direction. It's been a bit of a zigzag getting there. Yeah. yeah. This is strange. Can you bring the rods parallel together? A little closer together, please. Are we close to you? Hmm. Close is such a relative. Yeah, yeah. I, I, yeah, that is kind of a low. Yeah, you're right. You're right. How would you say this? Is your grave here in this cemetery? It almost feels like I lost it. I don't know. Are you here? We're trying to find you. Are you here with us, right close to us right now? That's a loaded question. Are you beside us? Are you are you here? Can you hear us? Yes or no? Close to say yes. 
open to say no. Can you can you answer us? I I think we lost it. Yeah. Yeah, it feels a little different right now. That is weird. Right? Uh, Should we take a few steps back? Yeah. Let's try it. I got my bags in there, so be careful. It's right out here. That's where we had it. I mean, in some one sense, why would it matter? You know what I mean? In the other? I, I don't know. Yeah, like it's just, it's. Cross, cross. You're with us. Yeah, cross if you're with us. Hmm. Wow. I don't know. Like we lost the connection. Uh, yeah, I feel like yeah. it's gone. Do you? It feels gone. It feels gone. That is weird. That is strange. That is really weird. It's almost like I didn't know what it felt like to be there until I felt it gone, if that makes sense. Yeah. 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 That is really weird. There was a distinct difference, but I don't know if I could have verbalized that while we were doing it. Mm -hmm. Now I'm going to make an observation. When you were doing this, that light was off over there. The dust of dawn light out over there. Okay. When you said it was gone, I looked over there because I saw the light come, turn on. <laughs> interesting. Is that interesting? I, I don't know. I, I mean, it's interesting. It's certainly interesting. I don't know if it means anything or what yeah. it means, if it does, but no, that's super interesting. And you think that light would have been on the whole sure, time because it's yeah. dark, but it wasn't. Yeah. That hmm. one in the corner, that white one, not the yellowish one, was on. So when you got about to about there, that's when it came on, and I looked at, looked there in that direction because I saw light, and I just thought, you know, maybe it's a light. Mm-hmm. And then I'm like, and then when you said it was gone, then the light was back on. Interesting. And you'd think that would be on constantly, since it got dark, but it wasn't. Huh. Timer? I don't know. Yeah, it could be time. Coincidence? So I dusted it on would be a lot easier uh, than a timer, but could be. Wow, I don't. That, like you said, when you said it was gone, it was like it was gone. It was like it was. It was yeah. totally gone. You agree? It, uh, you know, I'm I'm a passive observer, and yeah, it just seemed like it stopped working. You know, yeah. And, and it, it, like immediately when he said, I feel like it's it's done. That's that was strange. No, that's super interesting. <laughs> it's super interesting because I mean the you know. Uh, admittedly the most skeptical one of us regarding this yeah got some results that's pretty pretty neat I I was like you last Saturday where I was like oh you know these these things aren't going to work let's let me try it and Mm -hmm. then blew my mind and then like you said it's almost like it's gone you didn't know it was gone until it was gone I mean it was a totally different experience from from when I tried it at the previous spot over there Mm -hmm. so it's Man, that's weird. Well, whatever it is, it's a very cool mechanism. Sure is. So I want to get other people. You know what ley lines are? Yeah. Yeah. So I'm, I'm. 
no one's really mapped out ley lines in America that I know of that I found. Now you can, if you look on websites, you can find like there's a ley line that runs from Philadelphia through New York through through DC to New York or something like that. And if you look at it on the map, you know it's a line on the big map. Yeah. But if you blow it up, it would be about thirty miles wide. You know what I mean? Sure. And that's not a ley line, according to. Like in the UK, they have them all mapped out, and they they say they're the the width of a Roman road, approximately. Uh-huh. So they're, which is what the width of a cart, it's a little six feet or something. Mm-hmm. I don't know. So they're not twenty miles wide. You know what I mean? So so you can find websites to say here's the ley lines of America, and there's but, you know, I'm I'm not doubting that there may be a ley line that runs somewhere in that twenty mile wide strip. You know what I mean? But yeah. I don't think they've been truly mapped, at least not the way they've done in the UK, where they. They've done this work where they've taken groups of people out and they they cross in the same places. and they, You know what I mean? They groups of dowsers. And that's how they came to the determination. Okay, here's the ley line hmm. because a bunch of different people have kind of checked it and, and found oh. it that way. And I'm very interested to do that, at least in York County. And, you know, I don't know that many dowsers. You know what I mean? So now there's like other people kind of doing it. I'm like, well, let's, let's try to do that because yeah. I have a suspected one that I think runs from the Toad Road area from Cador's Furnace right down straight down to Hex Hollow and uh, it's it's. I had a feeling you were going to say that yeah <laughs> why, is, why is that suspected because you've doused it or other reasons uh, I had someone it was very interesting a very interesting uh, person from Washington State told me there was he thought there was oh, wow. one and then I went out and doused it uh, parts of it parts of it mm-hmm. the, the Hex Hollow part I'm pretty sure the really interesting thing is, if it's where I think it is, it runs right by the crossroads, right by the. There's a a place I I call the the offering tree there, where someone or something just started leaving rocks around this tree, and and it must be more than one someone or something. I do it every time I walk by. I put a different rock there, but it's just covered with rocks now. It's like and it's huh. it, it's it's really neat. That's really neat. So, so I think it runs right by there, and I think it runs right into that clump of trees. Where I found that groundhog oh, head, I really do, and I've doused it. Like, but again, it's just me. If I had somebody check it, you know what I mean? Then it'd be like, okay, now we can say there, there's something here, unless it's just underground water we're we're crossing on. But of which there's plenty It'd down there. It'd be interesting but. if we could find like a water, like like you said, known source, and then have you do it, have John do it, have me do it, mm-hmm. see if we get the same results. That would be interesting, correct? Yeah, oh yeah, I think more likely to do that with water. I, I mean, I, I really think there's something to it with water. I really do. Again, what, what that mechanism is, I don't know. You know, but then you get the, well, some people can douse for water, other people can yeah. only douse for this and that. Get that. I, and I don't know how much truth there is to any of that. But no, it would be super interesting. I'd love to do those experiments. Like you said, maybe during the day with a blindfold in a cemetery and see... If things would cross, and if they would cross different ways for men yeah. and women, that would be really interesting, just to, just as an experiment to try. Do you want to walk down to this mausoleum down here in that day? Sure. Or open it. Let me grab my stuff. Stop this. Speaking thing. of putting it out there, would mind seeing the UFO tonight? Yeah. Let's stack up this phenomena. I was hoping a little more for the creature that was here in the 80s to make a return. Right. Whatever it was. What? He's, Chris said I could go in and just look through that microfilm anytime I want, but it's like, man, I hate looking at microfilm. Yeah. I'm spoiled by uh, digitized newspapers. 
creature from the 80s? That's what he, he said it, he thought it was in here. Like some, oh, in that, here? When they shut down the cemetery. He said they shut it down for a week because people were seeing something in it. And he sort of su- suggested that it was some sort of cryptid creature. Now, oh, I, and and I he see. says there was even a, an article in the, in the Columbia paper about it at the time. You have to find that article. Well, yeah. But the Columbia paper is not digitized. I don't, did you hear when she was talking about the history of this place at all? Uh, the lady who's kind of in charge of the cemetery. Yes. Yeah, I was there for most of her speech. Did she say that in the 80s it was pretty rough in here? Yeah, I think she said it was like they stopped kind of taking care of it towards the 80s and 90s, and then some people came in and started. Because I, I couldn't imagine something being. What? I heard it too. What? There it is. I see it. It's an animal. It's over here. Okay. I think it's a skunk. Stay there. Yep, it is uh, a skunk. Hey, buddy. I um, certainly thought it was an animal, but it was a little startling. I jumped. <laughs> you moved, and I'm like, okay, let's see what it is. I didn't hear it at all. Did it, did it move? Or, or, yeah. Right through oh. the grasses. Oh, okay. It was in between the two... Uh, Crips, stones, whatever you want to call those things. But yeah, you can imagine something being in here with like all the houses that surround and face into the cemetery. Yeah, I mean it's it's, it's completely not so, but you know, isn't all the stuff. Now, did you see the video the lady showed from that day? No. She had a uh, flashlight sitting on top of one of the uh, graves. And it was a mag light. Now, I, I don't know. But she had it set to where it would just barely turn on. You'd still have to turn it, mm-hmm. but just, just barely. And she was asking questions, and it was answering her. That's weird. That's kind of a cool idea. They have some neat ideas. I would say the, I would say the one with John and his rods was... No, yeah, that was super that interesting. Was <laughs> very interesting. Yeah. That's so wild. What's your gut feeling on that? Wow, my gut feeling is... I mean... So... First and foremost, yeah, I wasn't doing that intentionally. Right. And That's, so the question is, was... The question is, like, was there a... Something communicating with us through that? Or was I doing it subconsciously? Right. I don't know. Yeah. But... Right. But it's really interesting. Yeah, that's the thing. To me, it, it like, definitely felt different. Like I, I felt like I knew when mm-hmm. we were not getting anything else. Mm-hmm. Like we're done here because it's just not there. There was a shift in in, the, in how it felt. That's interesting. And and that's how I felt that day. That's you know, that's interesting. Except I was, I literally was like exhausted the first time I did it because, yeah, like I went in. I didn't. I was not expect. Just like you, I wasn't expecting anything. I'm just like okay. I'm like. Let me try those. And I'm just standing there. And it was like almost immediately like I had that yeah. electric feeling, you know, like the pins uh-huh. and needles. Yeah. And then, and then it was just, you know, it was doing its thing. And then I, and then I said to her, I said, I have to stop. And she was like, why? I'm like, I'm, I'm tired. I'm exhausted. I had to sit down. Even if it was something that I was doing subconsciously or that my body was doing subconsciously, it begs the question why it didn't happen the first time. Correct. Know? Right. 
So I, yeah. I did this twice tonight. The first time, absolutely nothing, no yeah. response. And the second time, it was pretty immediate. So without putting words in your mouth, the first time you're thinking, hey, there's nothing to this. Not that strongly. I okay. mean, I'm, I, I'm not a total skeptic. Like, I'm open to those things working. Right, right. But I wasn't feeling it. Mm-hmm. I certainly wasn't feeling it. And mm-hmm. I didn't go into it the second time feeling it either. Mm-hmm. Until, 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 it, until you didn't feel it. Yeah, until all of a sudden I was like, wow, okay. Wow. So that was really interesting. That's super interesting. That, yeah. That's exactly what I, what I said to my wife. I said, I'm, and I, this was, it was a very interesting night. And it opened up my eyes a little bit to yeah. possibilities. Yeah. Possibilities. Well, and, and again, I'll say, again, doesn't matter to me if it's your subconscious communicating. Yeah. Still a valuable tool. Like to get in there, into that subconscious area, that's a valuable, valuable tool. It would be interesting to do that with something where, where we can ask questions that we can verify later. Mm-hmm. In a way. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Now, I'm curious to see what we get on the recording. I know. I'm really looking forward to hearing that. Yeah. See, I, <laughs> because the lady that was with me when she was running recordings. She said to me today that she got answers hmm. to her questions on the recordings, whispers. Well, now, I, I don't know. I haven't heard them. And she says she has to go through and... Well, I'm going to go through the fine-tooth comb the entire time I'm we curious. were doing that. Not just I, I'm the, really the time curious. where we said, you know, we'll be on here. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to play back mine, mm-hmm. see if we got it. Oh, anything. yeah, you were recording, too. You were yeah. further away, but still... Well, I had that recorder running when we were, even when we weren't there. Yeah. Denny, I'm just Yeah, that's what I mean. Yeah, hey, yeah. Cool. I think we should come back again, too. I think we can make that happen. I, they, I, they seem open to this, so works for me. That's cool. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Like I was saying before, the EVPs were really hard to pick out, if that's what they were. I listened through a couple times, especially during the times that we were using the dousing rods. Chad was recording as well. We still have a lot of his audio to go through. We may, in fact, be able to pull things from that. If we do, I'll certainly play them for you guys. This first EVP comes from the first dousing session when Chad was doing the dousing and he had asked, is your wife here? I'll go ahead and play that three times. This next clip comes from when John was doing the dousing and I said, this is interesting. And then there was a little something afterwards. So I'll play the whole clip and then I'll play the little EVP that I clipped out of it afterwards. Take that as a no. What do you got over there, Chad? I just got across. Hmm. See, this is interesting. It is interesting. <laughs> Mine's about as open as I can. Yeah, right? So once again, as with all of these EVP things, strange noises, I don't know exactly what they are. I don't know if they're EVPs or it was just some other kind of noise, especially with all the background noise that was happening while we were at the cemetery. However, I just thought they were interesting. You be the judge.
I want to thank Through the Veil Investigations again for arranging this recording for us and Mount Bethel Cemetery. It's a really neat place in Columbia, Pennsylvania, which has become almost a second home for us between the Haunted Church and Albatwitch Day and Chiggy's Rock and Mount Bethel Cemetery now. Lots of paranormal stuff for us to explore in Columbia. So thanks again, Through the Veil. Thank you, Mount Bethel Cemetery. I also want to thank Ed G. for his PayPal donation. Thank you so much. It is a huge help. And thank you all for listening. We will be back next week with another episode of Strange Familiars. Strange Familiars is a production of Dark Holler Arts. Music, books, art, podcasts, and more. DarkHollerArts.com Intro and background music is by Stonebreath. Go to stonebreath.bandcamp.com for more. We are on Facebook, facebook.com slash strangefamiliars, where you can join the Strange Familiars Gathering Group, and we are on Instagram, at strangefamiliars.
Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of plan investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.